In the year 3062, far after the fall of humanity, the world is populated by sentient robots, true artificial intelligences. So far removed from their creators, they became more and more curious as to the things they did not understand about humans, specifically emotions. So, they proceeded to do what they always do, design new machines and send them back in time to find the answer. Each robot was given a different emotion to research and define. I am one of those robots, a Sensation Acknowledgement Machine, or SAM. And I have a question for you. What is fun? Entry 009, Tung La. Engage Charisma. Tung, thank you so much for agreeing to this interview. Could you tell us a little about yourself? Oh, hey, thanks. Uh, yeah, I am... Oh, geez. I'm already stuck. I'm already stuck. In, how do how do you describe yourself? I am so used to other people describing me for me. <laughs> uh, who are you? What do you do? Yeah. Uh, what are things you like? Uh, okay. Do you enjoy uh, a long, romantic, candlelit walk on the beach? I mean, who doesn't, really? Uh, let's see. I live in Waterloo, Ontario. I am a member of the Making Box Brigade in Guelph, Ontario, which is a comedy comedy club over there. I am, let's see, I am engaged. I always Congratulations. like to help you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so that's part of me. I also do, yeah, I do, I do a lot of improv. I do a lot of videography work. I film a lot of weddings. Um, let's see. That's, that's kind of me in a nutshell, I guess. I'm sure more will come out as I, as I talk more about myself. Excellent. So, Tung, what sorts of things do you consider fun? Actually, this is another thing that will just come out, I guess, is that I love podcasting. That's just a thing I do. What like, a segue. <laughs> you're, you're a master at the segue thing. Go ahead, plug your show. Okay, well, this is why I'm here is to plug the podcavern www.podcavern.com but no no I, I i love podcasting i've been doing it for about uh five years and it's just been one of those things that i i just I, it was just a hobby and it still is it's just a hobby that i do consistently and it just keeps me happy hmm. so what is it about podcasting that is fun for you i feel like i have i'm was always pretty bad at articulating my thoughts, but I always have a lot to say. So having a platform where I can just kind of release those thoughts into the ether and then hope someone can connect with me on uh, on any level really just brings me a lot of joy, whether they agree with it or disagree with it. I'm just like, oh, you heard me and this is great. And another thing I like is that I get to as host of a lot of the shows of the Pod Cavern, I get to bring people together that have never talked before. And to see people, you know, bloom friendships from it is very satisfying to me. Ah, so you're a matchmaker. I'm a matchmaker for friendship. Gotcha. Never romantically yet, but uh, I don't know, maybe maybe one day. <laughs> okay. Uh, so besides podcasting, what, sort, what other sorts of things do you consider fun? Uh, okay, well... I play a lot of video games. I, I have a lot of fun with that. That's something I connected with when I was a, a small wee little boy. And then I just never stopped 
<laughs> playing video games, I guess. they People say you grow out of it, but I'm 30 years old and I have not grown out of that. Um, What's your genre of choice? You know, I, I, I'm i pretty open. I, I'm pretty open. I, I like a whole uh, swath of video games. I guess I'm not really into to Fortnite or Call of Duty, those kind of games. I'm just mm -hmm. really bad at them and that's why I... I don't uh, don't play them very often, but I, I like a good story game. I like video games that tell just a really solid story that is also maybe RPG based, where I get to level up somebody and you know really live in these characters. Hmm, interesting. Uh, that the the story is the key part, sort of partners and dovetails very nicely with your love of podcasting and organizing your thoughts and getting those stories out there to the to the the masses. Yeah, I mean, I, I just love stories. So like I, I, I watch a ton of movies. I watch a ton of TV too. So when a story is executed in a nice nice way that's creative, I'm, I'm all about that. Okay, so, uh, so stories are a very integral part of the video game experience for you. Uh, you also talked about those RPG, which are role-playing game elements, right. uh, being able to level up a character. Uh, what is it about that that's fun? Uh, I think it's progression. I think that's the that's the whole thing is that if you have uh, in a in an RPG specifically, you are leveling up or growing a character. So I feel just like in real life, if I am moving forward in life, then uh, it feels good. It feels good. It's satisfying. It it hits those dopamine receptors to be mm -hmm. like, hey, you are uh, you are making progress, whether it's in a video game or or, or whatever. You've accomplished something. That's right. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, anything else you would put in the the general category of things tongue finds fun? Oh sure. Uh, what else do I like? Um, I mean, I love performing improv. I've been also doing that for about five over five years now, and that's just been just a joy in my life that I keep coming back to. It's an excuse to to be silly and really again try to formulate those thoughts in a way that I can articulate uh, on stage in front of people and then see if anyone connects with me <laughs> with anything that I have to say. And mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just, uh, it's a thrill every time I go on stage and I, I really enjoy making people laugh. Well, that sounds lovely. Yeah. And I love cooking. Cooking is another thing that uh, I, I guess it's, it's fun, but it's also meditative. So it's something I can just shut my brain off and just experiment and i have a lot of fun just ignoring a recipe and just trying to improvise a recipe and hopefully it, it turns out good sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't just going off road yeah exactly uh well fascinating um so uh storytelling is is definitely a big sort of central theme that i'm i'm hearing through all of this uh the the fun of progression of of achievement um and the the fun of uh, there also seems to be a certain manner of like having an audience not necessarily being forced to play for people but just knowing that there are people to share in these things with yeah, I, 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 I would agree with that. I mean, me and my partner, we we make a lot of, uh, not a lot, but there are times when we're just inspired randomly to create Instagram stories. Now, whenever we do it, it's a little bit more elaborate than most people, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's that story 
quote unquote that we tell uh, to to reach out to the world and just see if people like it or not. And I, I really like that feeling of creating something that maybe somebody would enjoy. Hmm. So what is the most fun you have ever had? Oh, God, that's a hard question. <laughs> most fun I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Oh. I did not premeditate this answer. It should be noted there are no wrong answers. Yeah. I feel like if I say something now, I'm going to, after this is over, I'm going to be like, I should have said that other thing. <laughs> we can always uh, do a follow-up episode. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, uh, geez. The most fun I've ever had. Um, I... I don't have a specific moment, I guess, is my 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 answer here. I do enjoy some of the most fun I've ever had. I guess I have a couple things. <laughs> One of them is I had a, a ton of fun in most recent memory at an improv camp. And I think something about camp, uh, I just, there's something, mad, I, I never grew up going to camp that often. I went to a leadership camp in high school. But I went to an improv camp in Montreal, uh, Camp Zip Zap, uh, like two years ago. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the most fun times I've ever had in, in my life. It was just like-minded people getting together, uh, all adults. But it was uh, an old adult camp where we just got to uh, drink and uh, enjoy the weather and just do something that we all love together, which was improv. So I, I really, really enjoyed it. And it was all outdoors, too. So it just felt like uh, I was... You know, I, I'm, I'm someone who loves technology. I, I thrive on technology, but I also like when I get to step away from it. So it was like a perfect, a perfect snowball of, of fun right there. Okay. So you're at Camp Zip Zap. Uh, you are with a, a bevy of like-minded individuals. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no pressure, I'm assuming. It yeah, seems no like pressure. it's a pretty oh, yeah. open environment. Any skill level, you just go. If you just like improv, you, you're qualified to go to camp. Uh, well, you also have to pay, I would assume. Oh, you have to pay. Yes, that is that is the other qualification you need. <laughs> you need money. Um, but you're you're there with a whole bunch of people who are in it for ostensibly the same reasons. They're there to, you know, maybe learn something and have some fun with other people who want to do those same things. Yeah. Um, maybe with a little liquid courage. Maybe not. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, not everyone was drinking. It's not I a prerequisite. <laughs> you don't need to drink to have fun. So, uh, outside of the 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 outdoorsy aspects and being able to sort of step away from the the gripping technological tendrils of your normal everyday life, mm -hmm. what was fun about that experience? Was was there any particular moment from that experience a few years ago that stinks uh, sticks out to you? There was. I, I always think of this moment that actually it's funny that you mentioned that it's there's this there's an exact moment I remember being like this might be one of the best just moments in time in my life that I'll just always remember and what was happening was that we were all kayaking along uh, well, I don't remember which river or body of water it was but we were all kayaking mm -hmm. everyone at their own pace and I grabbed like a single kayak I, I was by myself some people were in canoes going at it together and we were just just going this had nothing to do with improv it was all improvisers but everyone was just kind of like rowing at their own pace and there was a beautiful just beautiful sunset happening and I was just in this body of water and I looked out and I'm like this is just 
a magical experience. I don't know exactly what it was, but there was a moment of just peace and solitude that I was experiencing that I, I haven't felt or I don't get to feel all that often. I mean, like I'm a, I'm a pretty happy guy. I'm never I'm not really that uh, down of a person, but there was something very magical about that one moment being like, it's beautiful outside. I'm with so many great people. We're having the best time. And here I am in this single moment in time, having the ability to reflect on that. And I really like that. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so in this, this moment, uh, by your by yourself but together with all of these other people just sort of getting to experience uh i think what what you could define as one of life's little pleasures of you know in this day and age getting to really be away from technology and amongst the the splendor of nature yeah. um you're you're there and you just have this this sort of epiphany or moment of realization where you can say to yourself like this is an incredible experience that I may never have again. So I, I need to commit this to memory right now. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And it was just, um, you know, in improv, there's a thing about just being in the moment. And in when I'm performing, yeah, I, I, I do that. I, I'm in the moment. I'm these characters and I will live that moment. But to bring that into the the real world, I sometimes let myself wander and I don't always uh, do what I do in improv, which is stay in the moment. But in that exact period of time, I was there. I was just letting myself experience that fully and just allowing myself uh, to feel joy without, you know, I think as we get older, there's a, there's all these voices in your head that are like, should you do this? Should you feel that? Oh, maybe you should feel bad about this or maybe you should feel good about this this was none of that it was just a permission for myself to just open myself to the world and just take a breath and just soak it all in and it was so it was so wonderful hmm. interesting that you said that it, it was just sort of you know joyous it was joy unadulterated, uh uncut unfiltered whatever you want to call it um pure colombian joy yeah. As you're sitting there in this kayak, um, do you equate joy and fun as sort of being the interchangeable, uh, sort of having almost the same definition? Or do you see those as as different uh, emotional qualities? Hmm, that's a good question. I think there definitely is a lot of similarities between them, but I don't think they're exactly the same. I think fun also uh almost needs and needs to be kind of tied to an action i suppose mm -hmm. or joy just seems like it's a it's a feeling of of happiness then it doesn't necessarily have to come from uh, an action that you're doing you can just i i don't know sometimes i can wake up and i can just feel happy i suppose um but fun seems like you have to go out and uh do a thing whether that's a small thing or a big thing and and uh, fun can ha or joy can happen from that fun, I suppose. Interesting. So uh, earlier you had mentioned that you do some wedding videography. Mm. Um, would you equate it to being, you know, if you're in the, the audience at a wedding, say you are watching the bride and groom be married or the bride and the bride or the groom and the groom, whatever, yeah. no judgment. Um, yeah. You're watching two people get married. Yeah. Um, I think we can at least draw the line that it should be people who are getting married. <laughs> it should be people. It doesn't have to be two. I've never been to nope. a more than two person wedding, but uh, 
doesn't have to be two. It just has uh, to be people. I just don't think someone should marry a toaster. No, no, I don't think so. I, I'm against, you know, robot human relations in that way, but that's my oh, own hang up. I'm glad you draw that line yeah. somewhere. Um, but say you're in, in the audience at a wedding watching the ceremony. You're not actively doing anything necessarily. You're just sort of there sharing in the moment with people. Mm-hmm. That, based on what you're saying, seems like something that would be a joyous moment where you are feeling joy, but you're not necessarily sitting there going, I am having so much fun watching yeah. this wedding. I feel kind of bad saying it when you frame it like that. I don't want to like go up to my friends and be like, wow, I was pretty happy, but that wasn't fun. Um, well, but, but it's also but, like not having fun you know, if you're saying this is joyous, but it's not necessarily fun, doesn't mean that it is the opposite of fun. It doesn't mean yeah, that it's right. like a bad thing. I, I would agree with that. I, I think I would agree with that, that I could definitely feel joy seeing two people, uh, you know, commit to each other for the rest of their life. But I might not in the moment being like, oh, my God, I am having so much fun right now. Versus later when you are dancing and cavorting and whatnot, yes. that would be a fun moment because you are actively involved in what's going on. Yeah, like there's some, uh, not that there has to be, but there's like some physical, you know, activity going on and you're moving around and and you know that in that moment in time, it's just, uh, you know what, fun, I, I just had a, another thought that just mm-hmm. kind of popped in my head and I feel like something that I equate with fun is uh, being like kind of a a flicker of time. It's just like this small period of time that's dedicated to this this concept of fun. Mm -hmm. So like if I think of like, let's see, a music festival. I I, I went to this, I will never forget about this like uh, music festival I went to a couple years ago with and I went camping with a couple couple friends. And um, there was something very fun about it because I knew that it was going to be a very special three days that we're camping and listening to the music, but I knew that moment would end. So because I knew that moment was about, that would eventually end, that I would, you know, kind of store this memory in like the back of my mind and be like, hey, this is special. Let's try to get some joy out of it and let's try to make our fun, uh, make fun happen out of it. Hmm. Interesting. Almost as if you were, uh, so not necessarily predetermining that you were going to have fun, but you had uh, committed yourself to it in that moment saying, you know, time is limited. We have to make the best of it. So let's really make sure that we give it the old college try. I think that, I think so. Yeah. And I think that's why camps, again, not being to many very camps in my life, but <laughs> being to like a few uh, always felt special because you I'd be like, OK, we have a weekend together. And it's up to us to kind of, you know, try to create this joy and happiness that we get to uh, bring back with us and try to remember for the rest of our lives, hopefully in a positive way. But all I know for sure is that it's three days and that's it. There could be another camp like this next year, but it doesn't matter. This one, let's try to make the most of most of it. And, And I think with that knowledge, I will always try to make uh that small period of time, you know, uh, worth it, I suppose. Hmm. Interesting. Um, now, when I initially asked you uh, what the most fun you ever had was, uh, you said that you could actually think of a couple of things. So we talked about your experience at Camp Zip Zap. Uh, what were some of the other memories that came to mind? 
Uh, well, the the other memories that honestly come to mind is I I have and this sounds so cheesy, but I have so much fun with my my partner. I think, uh, and I think that's just uh, just on a relationship level. Uh, I have the most fun being around this one person, and we get to just. I mean, that's, I think that's the thing is like, you try to find someone as like-minded as possible that obviously, you know, they, they help you grow, you help them grow. But with us, it's, we, we create those, like, you know, this is one thing that we do that, that was really fun, but we always create those, those dumb little snippets of videos that we were like, oh, that was a fun thing to do. Or even just staying at home and just making food together or watching TV together. I find that fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I will admit I did my research and I did see a video of the two of you doing the dance from High School Musical. <laughs> yeah, and that was kind of like a, a spur of the moment type of thing, at least. Uh, I mean, not, not it, I would say that Laura, my partner, she, she was like, we should do this. And I'm like, I don't know. And then she convinced us to do it. And then we did it and it was amazing. And then and again, it's one of those things where I'm not trying to sound like I want to be a, a popularity machine. I want to start a TikTok or anything like that. But <laughs> the fact that people watched it and enjoyed it, I that brought me a lot of joy. Well, that's great. There was, yeah. I mean, you, the smiles on both your faces were beaming off the screen for sure. Yeah. And the thing is, that's the other thing is that we didn't have to post that. We could have just done, done that. And I think I would have had the exact same amount of fun. It was just a fun uh, new uh new thing to learn together i guess and i guess i have a lot of fun learning new things at least things that i think are achievable within my realm mm -hmm. that's interesting i i, I want to unpack a couple of things within that um so first you say that uh you would have had the same amount of fun regardless of whether or not anyone else had seen it yeah um, so what is it about that? Because a lot of the other things that you do have fun doing seem to be based around that sort of like communal aspect of sharing things with other people. The podcasting is to get these thoughts sort of out of your head in a, an organized or somewhat organized way to other people for them to enjoy and getting up on stage to do improv is oftentimes for an audience when, when you're lucky enough to have one of those, um, Yes. Mm -hmm. And even when you were at Camp Zipsap, that was doing things, you know, with all of these other like minded people. But this is a situation that's far more insular and uh, I don't want to say intimate necessarily, because I think yeah. that that has a weird connotation to it. Nowadays. Sure. Um, but intimate in the in the sense that it's just the two of you together. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really good question. I never thought about it like that. But I think. Maybe when it comes down to it, the uh, the partner that you want to be with is really at the end of the day, if you're trying to, if you, I feel I don't need to prove myself to anybody else, I suppose. And I, I do really enjoy the, um, I don't know, the, I don't know what the word is. I guess I just enjoy making my partner laugh. And if I can get that, then I feel like I've done a good job already. <laughs> and if we make each other laugh, then that's even better. And then after that kind of criteria is solved, if we can kind of spread it to other people, then amazing. That 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 is great. But if we together are happy with something that we've done, then I am definitely already fulfilled in that manner of fun. 
I suppose there is a level of more fun if we can spread it around, I suppose. Okay. So the the important case is that the two of you have fun together. Anything after that is is gravy on the mashed potatoes. Oh, amazing. Amazing analogy. <laughs> you big, big gravy now fan? I'm hungry. I'm a huge gravy fan. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Not everybody is, so that's important. Well, they're they're missing out. Unless they're allergic or it causes them dietary yes, uh, of course. problems then. Um, so uh, so that was the, the sort of the first part of your statement that I wanted to unpack this whole concept of it doesn't matter if anyone else really sees it or not. Um, and then the second half is is sort of, you know, the getting to learn something new so long it is as it is something that you have deemed achievable. Mm. Um, is something that also hasn't hasn't necessarily popped up anywhere else. You know, it's all been everything else we've talked about so far is, is all sort of uh, revolved around skills that you largely already have, or at least have worked yeah. enough to maintain. Um, so, what is it about learning something new? Uh, you know, obviously with the caveat of something that you've already sort of deemed something you're capable of uh, that that is fun. Oh, that's yeah. That's a, a good question that you framed there. I I don't know if I'll be able to articulate this, but I guess I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, give it, uh, give it a... Give the old give it a, college give a, try. Give the old college try. <laughs> give it a shot in the arm. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I... Hmm. I like having... Okay, so my, my day job is I'm a, I'm a troubleshooter, I suppose. So problems dealing with problems and finding the answer is something that i just do on the daily but i'm good at it but i also enjoy it because i feel like it's an achievable goal i don't have to know how to be i don't need a, a large degree in or a doctorate or anything like that i just feel like i with a, with the abilities that i have right now of the curious curious mind mm -hmm. that alone will drive me to be able to google my way and find <laughs> the answer and when yes. i find the answer and i know it's right then there is uh the journey to get to that answer was like you know what i did that i might not be the smartest person nor do i remember things all that well <laughs> but i have a good capability to just navigate my way to to get the answer and, and i i really enjoy that process at least on the troubleshooting side of things but there's also this the the level of Hey, uh, I, there was a while back, and I don't do it anymore. But it was this one of these things that I, I was, my my whole family, or at least my sisters, are very musically gifted, and I was like, why aren't I musically gifted? <laughs> and um, not that I'm a terrible singer or anything like that. I just I feel like I wasn't on the same level. So I, I felt like this is something that might be achievable. I, I think if I spend enough time and effort and really pour my energy into this that I might be able to be good enough uh, that I would be satisfied with it. And the process of kind of going through that journey to be able to, I don't know, play a chord or play four chords or whatever it was, was uh, was fun to me because I'm like, oh, the it's just like an RPG in the sense that I'm, I'm slowly leveling up my own character, myself, and uh, seeing the benefits of that uh, it was an extra level in, of encouragement to keep going, essentially. What was your instrument of yeah. choice? Uh, guitar, of course, uh, because I was like, <laughs> I was, I just uh, went over my uh, 
my first breakup after high school mm -hmm. and I was devastated. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn the acoustic guitar because ladies love it. And that was my shallow reason <laughs> to get to playing guitar. And then eventually I forgot who that person was and I just wanted to do it because of me, which I think is a far better reason to start something. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly that that is a much better reason to, to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the general rule of thumb is if you're doing something for the same reason that the lead singer of Dashboard Confessional did it, you're doing it for the wrong reason. I think that's a good lesson. I think you should definitely store that in your hard drive. Absolutely. Um, interesting. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's sort of the, uh, the fun part of learning something new. It, it's sort of triggering that same feeling of, of what you get from, from uh, video games or, or just that sort of general bit of progression. You, you learn something and you, you have your own new private superpower. This is another thing you can do. Yeah, and I think the, you know, the, the obstacles that you run along the way are, is part of the fun, too. I mean, that's how we... That's how we deal with real life. I mean, there's always going to be a lot of trials and tribulations and, you know, missteps along the way. But how we deal with them is, I think, also can be fun. I mean, obviously, there's in some cases it can be very daunting and stressful. But I think if you try to frame it in a positive way and, you know, tell yourself, if I can get through this, then that's awesome. I, I, I know it, that my willpower just leveled up and that I can continue to just make myself be better in life. Hmm. Now, we've talked about a lot of things so far in terms of uh, what you find fun and the most fun you've ever had, Camp Zip Zap, uh, doing improv in general, that fantastic moment of kayaking, um, mm -hmm. these uh, you know, learning guitar, spending time uh, with your partner, all of these things. So with all of this stuff that we've talked about, if yeah. I now forced you to define fun, oh, how boy. would you? Force me to define fun. Oh, man. Um, fun would be... Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I feel like you could define fun with my own logic better than I can. I mean, but... I wish that I could, but unfortunately, <laughs> I have discovered in my research that fun is incredibly esoteric and very specific to the person. Okay. Well, of course, fun can be defined to other people in their own way. But for me, I feel like fun is... Knowing that life is short and that you want to make the most out of it and to give yourself the freedom to let your creative creativity go wild and give yourself permission to feel joy and, you know, make others happy, including yourself, of course. Hmm. That's uh, lovely. It sounds very egalitarian as well. Yeah. I think that's the definition I'm going to go with. <laughs> hey, just, <laughs> just like good. before, I can't tell you that you're wrong. Okay, so you have to tell me that I'm right. <laughs> well, not necessarily, but oh, I can't tell okay. you that you're wrong. Fair um, enough, fair enough. My, my mission is to interview all eight plus billion people on the planet and then 
form an amalgam definition based on the things that they all have to say. So wow, that's a lot of work. Whatever you'd said is Tung La's definition of fun. Yeah, yeah, that's the 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 high pie in the sky definition of it. I'm sure the my my other definition is fun is fun. Follow the fun. Be happy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That 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 is my my less uh, less eloquent version. definition. Yeah, less, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, do you have any final words on fun that may help robots like myself understand it? I just think that uh, again, allow yourself to be happy, ride the wave of of positivity, and uh, and just uh, be happy, be happy, and do things that you like that don't harm others. And uh, try to continue to push yourself to be better and let yourself uh, have permission to just uh, feel peaceful and, and joy. Hmm. Lovely. Tung, thank you for helping with my research. Thank you for having me. If you listeners out there would like to aid future robots in understanding your petty human emotions, you can get in touch with us at WhatIsFunPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and you can email us at WhatIsFunPod at gmail.com. Let us know your answer to the titular question. Remember, just because humanity one day will inevitably fall doesn't mean you can't be a research subject now. So I ask you, what is fun? Charisma, charisma, disengage. This has been a Puma Knife production.